in a world of nonstop insane bad news, and holy cow, guys, it has been, like, the last two, three weeks has been nonstop insane bad news. It's crazy. The only good news is that movie theaters are back and people are actually watching superhero films. I don't know if they're going to watch other movies, but they're watching those. We wanted to highlight a story of a comeback kid. The guy who said, you know what? I'm not done with cigars yet. And it's the story of Ferry Otego. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And this, from Ferry Otego, we are smoking the Generoso. They have two cigars that have come out. The Generoso is what we're doing. This is Michael Herklotz. Now, if you don't know the name Michael Herklotz, he is the name of Nat Sherman. He was the brand guy. He's got a long history in cigars, an incredible history of style and, and being able to share the story of cigars. And when Nat Sherman sold uh, to, oh, I forgot even the big company it sold to, uh, they decided to shut down the brand. And Nat Sherman was a favorite of mine because of the townhouse in Manhattan, which was a spectacular spot to shop in on, on 42nd, I think it is, and as a spectacular spot to smoke in if you ever got the chance. And when they sold the brand and they shut that down, I felt terrible. And I'm a fan of, of the Timeless. I think it's a, a very, very good cigar. Michael Herklotz and his partner took the brand back. And while they did that, they got into making this, the Ferriotego Generoso. This is a Nicaraguan uh, cigar. And it, it comes out of uh, with a Honduran wrapper, binder and filler in Nicaragua actually comes out of the Placencia factory, which I think is some really good pedigree uh, from it. And it's a six by 50. So it's six inches long. <laughs> Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 50 is the ring gauge. That's the diameter of the cigar, how thick it is around. <laughs> and it's just, it's actually a little more pale brown than you would think from something that's got some, some good kind of savory flavor to it. But that wrapper for that lighter brown is 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 perfectly oily. It feels good in the hand. It's a smaller cigar at that 50 ring gauge, a place that I like to be, so you have a little more wrapper to the binder filler ratio, and you get so much flavor out of the wrapper that that, that kind of ratio really works for me. We have just lit this up, Fingers Malloy. Where are you at? Okay, this is going to sound bizarre, and part of this may be the fact that my palate is all screwed up right now because of the things that uh, I've consumed before I got to the show today. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, but uh, right off the bat, uh, there's, uh, you know, like black pepper. But then this is going to sound weird, like a, a, a toasted leather. Oh, I could see that. Absolutely. Especially in the retrohale, right? So when you do that exhale out of the sinuses, that's the retrohale. I think toasted leather is an absolutely exceptional way. This is rich. This is perfect for me. Uh, on the tongue right here. Now, make sure you get out your notebook. You want to write these things down. What was the weather like? Oddly enough, a humid day where we are in Indianapolis, Indiana. And so, uh, not necessarily the cigar. This this would definitely match fall weather yes. for me more than anything else, which is, you know, it's October. It's what I want, but I've got near 80 degrees and humidity out there today. But toasted leather is perfect, but it happens on the tongue. It's happening on, on the on the exhale, if if you will. Uh, it, it, the draw is just dead on perfect. The construction feels wonderful. It's perfect in the hand. I could use a touch more weight to it maybe, just a bit more weight to it. But at a 50, it, you know, in the ring gauge, it's not going to bring you that kind of, of weight. And it's a six-inch cigar, so you're going to get a good 75, 90 minutes worth of smoke out of this. 
So far, so good. Lit up fine. It is a perfect white ash. I said ash, everybody. Settle, <laughs> settle, settle yourselves down. Fingers Malloy, this is different than what they do with what they call the Elegancia, which is their other cigar. They've only put out two in this uh, 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 Ferriotego line. That is a mix of Nicaraguan and Dominican fillers. This, the Placencia factory, Esteli. So it's a Honduran shade-grown wrapper where I think you're getting some of that flavor from around Nicaraguan binder and filler. So far, so wonderful. Yeah, I, I'm not getting the what you're saying that uh, it feels a little... It feels perfect in, in the hand to me. Um, I have very meaty hands. <laughs> I have very big paw-like hands. But it's, it's burning evenly, uh, nice, pleasant smoke coming off of it. Uh, it's so far so good, but of course we're only in the first third. Oh, this is working. This is working very, very well. Uh, Ferriotego, uh, the Generoso, is what we're smoking. What I think people are going to look at it and ask questions about, first of all, the band is beautiful yeah. uh, on this, the blue and gold, and then it's the brown and gold underneath, uh, letting you know which cigar you're smoking. I wonder if the color of the wrapper is going to turn people off. Now, the Elegancia is actually lighter than this one. I would have expected it almost darker, and I know people buy that way. Do not, do not shy away at all. Well, I was wondering, you know, when they brought the sticks over, you know, it, it's not, it, we're in a cigar lounge, and so it's not a lot of bright light. From far away, I thought it was going to be a Connecticut wrapper. It, it, it's, it's, it's lighter, okay. you know. But no, it's dark. Okay, so you're talking about a, a, like, like a true Connecticut as opposed yeah. to Connecticut broadly. Right. Yeah, it's a little darker than that. Connecticut wrappers, when you see the very pale brown, almost yellowish, that's a Connecticut wrapper. And you shouldn't shy away from those either. I know people do. They, they shouldn't. They go well with coffee. People are really working now to make Connecticut wrappers, uh, uh, Connecticut cigars that, that have real value and real flavor to them. Love it in the morning with the coffee. Yeah, right? It's a great way to go. More on that mild side, usually. Uh, this I don't consider mild, but I would not consider this a full. I think this falls into a very light medium at, at this stage, but it's full. One of the things that it is is full on the palate. You're getting it everywhere. It's sticking, coating the tongue, which is something I personally uh, look for. And it's got, it's got just a, a, that, a nice mix uh, of that leather you're talking about, the toasted leather. Um, one of the flavors that the guys at Ferriotego say that it has is Amaro. Now, we've actually uh, reviewed from Dovetail one of their, uh, from, from Barrel Bourbon, one of their, actually dovetails one of their bourbons from Barrel Bourbon. We've actually looked at and tasted some of theirs that have that Amaro, which is this liqueur from Italy. That's a wonderful bit of description going on right here. Explain some of the fullness, go, fullness now, going on. The Amaro, is that in the marzipan family of flavors? Somewhat. <laughs> Somewhat. But, but if you've never had it as, as liqueur, you should, you should find it and, 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 and look for it. it this is... There's a lot moving in this cigar. There's a there's a there's not one tone here. There's a few flavors happening here. And now you talk about that pepper, that has kind of come in as well as we're starting to smoke this down in its first third. Okay, so now I got to ask you, Tony. And you know we're really enjoying this, but I got to know how much is it a stick? Well, that's an interesting question. How do you feel about an MSRP of twenty one dollars a stick, Fingers Malloy? How are you feeling about that? Okay. Once again, we're talking about value. I, I don't. I don't have a lot of sticks that are over twenty dollars in my humidor. Right. But I won't shy away 
I add, when I'm uh, going out for the evening and I go to a cigar lounge to pay that price uh, if I want to, to have something of high quality. And I think that this is definitely worth $21 at this point. At this point, right? You Don't forget, we're just in the first third. When you're putting this in your notebook and writing things down, first third, second third, final third. Just break it into thirds. What are you experiencing in those? The Feriotego, Feriotego, F-E-R-I-O, Feriotego, T-E-G-O, dot com is what it is. I'm not sure yet if it's in my humidor either, but the flavor profile of this is screaming me. It's screaming Tony Katz all over the place. The Generoso. Check it out for yourself. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. So Fingers Malloy has decided that I have to start living his super healthy lifestyle. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Now, as you know, if you follow Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation, if you go to eatdrinksmokeshow.com, Fingers Malloy does not what we call, what's, what's the word I'm looking for in the Latin? Eats horribly. I believe that's the words I'm looking for, Fingers Malloy. Would, would that be correct? Uh, depends on your lens that you're looking through. I think uh, I am a fantastic eater. You know, we play a game here. It's America's favorite game. What did Fingers eat today? Fingers Malloy will tell you what it is he ate today. And then we ask the question, Fingers Malloy, how are you still alive? Now, now this is all leading somewhere because Fingers has brought in something for us to try that is guaranteed to hurt me. Oh. Guaranteed to hurt me. He wants me to live his lifestyle. It's from Burger King. That's the tease. But before we get there, Fingers Malloy, what did you eat today? Well, I woke up this morning and had three cups of coffee. Oh. Uh, then I had a bag of cashews and some, meat, uh, some beef jerky. Wait a second. Is someone back on Atkins? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but then I stopped at I stopped at McDonald's. This happens every two and a half months, guys. Yeah. Every two and a half months, he's he's on it. But you but you eat the jerky, you eat the cashews. Yes, three cups of coffee. Uh-huh. You're off to first of all coffee. When do I say coffee. that? You're 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 off to uh, McDonald's. Was it? Yes. Huh. And I got a double quarter pounder with cheese with no bun. You can do that. Oh, yeah. They put it in... How sad does it look? Oh, it's pathetic. They put it in the pancake tray that they give you, but they give you the utensils, the whole nine yards. It's not like they wrap it in lettuce like your, your favorite... Hardee's. Fast food. My, my yeah. guilty pleasure. Yeah. And then I had a McChicken with no bun. And that's all you've had today? Yes. I, but now we're, we're, we're stepping into something else here, and I'm well, really excited. Well, that's not bad compared to the other things. Right? But it's always... People love the fact that you try. And then you fail miserably. <laughs> it's true. But then you try again. You are Charlie Brown with the football. That's what you are in life. And Brett, Brett is your Lucy. Okay, I thought you were going to say like Ronald McDonald was the one that was holding the football. And the, the football isn't a football. It's low-carb bread. <laughs> so Fingers Malloy brings in, because Burger King just launched in their version of the uh, Chicken Wars, the Ghost Pepper Chicken Nuggets, fingers Malloy. What am I looking at here? So it is, uh, you know, they just launched this on October 11th. It's a spicy version of their regular nuggets. You can get eight of them for a dollar forty nine. Eight, eight chicken nuggets. Are, are we sure they're chicken? Well, it's chicken enough. <laughs> it's chicken enough. <laughs> Subway said the same thing with their tuna. So, so we are going to now try the ghost pepper chicken nugget. Uh, they look great. They're greasy. Let's be perfectly clear. 
These things are wicked, wicked greasy, and luckily he's got a side of ranch yeah. for dipping. And that does that fit into the Atkins? Absolutely. There right. you go. There you go. Not the low-fat ranch, but regular, full-flavored ranch uh, usually is low-carb. So. But, the, but the breaded chicken tender does not. No, it's not. But yeah, listen, I'm at work. Oh, is that it? Yeah. I'm doing this for the job. So here it is. This is the ghost pepper. Chicken nugget from Burger King. Does it does it smell like ghost pepper? No, there's it, nothing uh, about this that that smells spicy. But you have water, you have ranch dressing, and uh, we we can get you some some Baileys as quickly as oh, possible. Nice. I think it's fair to to do this because we have eight of them. Um, the first one should probably be without the ranch. Correct. Of okay. course, like a man. Here we go. There he goes. The ghost pepper chicken nugget from Burger King. He did the whole thing. He didn't even bite. He did the whole thing. It is in the mouth. He is chewing as we speak. Fingers Malloy. No, no sweat. No tears. He feels good. Listen. It's a little spicy. Oh, is that right? It's a little spicy. So I'm going to die. I, 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 I don't know. What is your tolerance for spice? It is uh, slim. Slim okay. indeed. No, I, I'm not reaching for water. It's not like someone needs to bring me a gallon of buttermilk, even though a gallon of buttermilk sounds really good right now. But that no, can't I, be on the Atkins <laughs> diet. But no, it's 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 got a little kick to it. It's not bad. All right. So now it's my turn. Now, as you know, I don't have the tolerance levels of of fingers Malloy, but I will. I have in my hand the Burger King Ghost Pepper. Chicken, not McNugget, because it's Burger King. Right. That, that'll get you sued. Chicken nugget. And let me say, it is shaped just like a chicken. It is, it is not. It is somewhat shaped like Indiana. Right there. That's, that's very impressive. That's very good. I'm so, so am I doing the whole thing, or can I take a bite like a human being? Oh, come on. It's not like I just bit the head off of a chicken, Tony. It, that that maybe would have tasted better. Uh, there's barely a bite there. It's like half a bite. All right. Here we go. Here we go. I'm, take, I'm, I'm taking it. The ghost pepper chicken nugget from Burger King. Here we are. Did not. Oh, so hot! Did not pop the whole thing in his mouth. He's doing the Memphis munch. Um. (laughs) Really? Oh my! (laughs) He's turning. He's Um, turning purple. Yeah, it's got. Oh, that's got a little bit of heat. A little bit. That's a little more than a little bit. Yeah. Excuse me. Well, I grab for everything. He's reaching for the water. Oh my god! Maybe I'm dead inside. You are. You are totally dead inside. Look what you've done to yourself. Oh, it's got some heat. It's got some heat. Oh, that is all in the back of the throat too. Huh. Oh, it's not gonna be. Give me. Give me the ranch. He's got. Me, he's grabbing. For let, the me, ranch. let me. Let me. Let me. Let me try it here. Doing a the, shot of ranch with the ranch. By the way, this ranch is gelatinous. Is <laughs> <laughs> best way. Nope, that made it worse. Ah. <laughs> oh. oh, fingers. Look, if, if you want your chicken nugget to have some kind of, what's the word I'm looking for, flavor, then okay, this, this, this is all right. It's not bad. It, it's a little hotter than I enjoy. Yeah, my mouth is hot. My tongue is hot. That's happening right now. Okay, I'll eat the rest of them. Yeah. Will you now? <laughs> Will you sacrifice? Yeah. A buck 49 for not eight? A bad deal, right? Chicken. Yes. First of all, buck forty nine for eight is I don't think is a bad yeah, yeah, that's hot. That's, <laughs> oh, no, hold on a second, let me take a sip of this. Mm. Oh, got himself ah. some truly holiday seltzer. I do not. How dare you? 
Just because I can't handle the heat of Burger King doesn't mean I'm not a man. I don't know why you treat me like that. Oh, oh yeah. That's some full-on heat. That is some full-on heat and some full-on... F- that That's happening. Ah. Still. Ah. Oh. You ate that seven minutes ago. Oh, that's not going to make me... That's not going to make me feel good. That's not going to be all right. Is your tummy okay? Well, my tummy better be okay. Don't. Uh, <laughs> if, it, if it messes with the tummy, there's going to be a riot. Because oh. everything messes with the tummy. So would you recommend this? I wouldn't not recommend it. Um, I, I think the it's, it's got a crunch. The breading's not too much. Um, there's definitely something to chew there. There's definitely flavor there. And if you like spicy, it's there. Oh, God, there's spice there. There's spice there. What? I, you really thought that was nothing? I didn't I say mean, it was really. I said, I said it had a little kick to it. I just don't think it's... I, I would have expected something that called itself ghost pepper would be a lot spicier than that. Okay. I mean, because um, you see the you know you see the people try the spicy you know, ghost pepper wings and they're you know they're dousing themselves with buckets of water and, and the whole nine yards. This wasn't all that bad. Honestly, my man card needs to be checked. I that's I'm I'm still. Uh, I can't say that I'm perfectly comfortable at this moment. <laughs> I think is the way to say it. Uh, if you try them, let us know on the Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash Eat Drink Smoke the Ghost Pepper. Chicken nugget from Burger King, a buck forty-nine. It's a yes from fingers. It's a why would you do it from Tony. This is Eat Drink Smoke. <laughs> so let me be clear. I'm gonna say it once. I'm gonna say it only once. I am not happy with Paul McCartney. I think he did John Lennon dirty, and I think it was wrong. And shame on him. Don't give me this. He's a, a rock idol and a rock god, and and hallowed be be his name. He was wrong. He threw, he threw a dead guy under the bus. Under the bus. And it was wrong of him to do. Eat, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. What? And then there's wings. Um, I honestly, <laughs> I can live with, with wings. So there is a docuseries coming out called The Beatles Get Back. It comes from Peter Jackson, who did Lord of the Rings, which is one of my favorite series of, of all time. I love Lord of the Rings. I can watch that. Anytime, and they released a trailer of this, and and I think that's cool. And you know, people want to know about the Beatles; they're still excited about the Beatles. Paul McCartney does a thing on Hulu called Three Two One, I believe it is. Yes, with Rick Rubin, uh, the producer. It's spectacular. I was sad when it was over. You you, you sat there and you thought, I, I want more. I think it was four episodes of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to hit episode four. Oh, it, it is. It's it's fantastic, and it's, they go through the music, and Rick Rubin has it set up in this studio where. They're able to isolate tracks. They can isolate the bass track. They can isolate the vocals and some of the things that happened and how the songs came to be and, and, and everything else. It's, it's a very, very cool. It's, it's worth the watch. But what Paul McCartney said in a radio interview, I think it was the BBC, that it was John, John Lennon, who decided to break up the band, not him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... That's just the dirtiest damn thing in the world that you could say. Why would why would you even do that? Well, what if it's the truth? You take that with you to the grave. You, he's dead. You don't throw the dead guy under the bus. I don't believe him. If I believe it was it was Paul who said to Yoko, you know, you should really tell John that he could do better than this. That's what I think it was. You think that Paul was thinking to himself. I would love to start Wings if I could only ditch these three guys. These three losers. Yeah. 
No, he's, I, he's been saying that for years. He was on Howard Stern several years ago, and he said that John broke up the band. Did he? Re- I didn't. I didn't know that. Uh, d- dirty. So di- I heard that. I'm like, that's just gross. Listen, I've I've heard it said several times over the decades. When in doubt, blame the dead guy. Dude, you're no? going to hell. No. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, John. You're. <laughs> look, I, I wasn't a fan. We should be clear that Imagine is one of the worst songs ever written, ever, ever, ever. It's this, it's this nihilist screed of just, just anger and vitriol. The, the world has given you everything, and you're like, you know, imagine there's no heaven. It, it, well, well, then, if, if there's no heaven and there's no hell and there's no this and no that, that's not something that I look to as some kind of positive. That's something I look to as total nihilism. It's like the Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski said there's no heaven? Big Lebowski had the nihilists coming after the dude, you know, because uh, they wanted the money. I, I Have you never seen? The- no, I was, I was. Stop. I was watching Porky's 3 at the time. You've never seen the Big Lebowski? I don't watch movies about things and stuff. You've never seen the Big Lebowski. I showed my kids the Big Lebowski. Oh my gosh, the Coen Brothers at some of their finest. I haven't seen any of the Raiders of the Lost Ark movies. I could go down a whole list of things. Well, I've saying, seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. The other ones don't even matter. Uh, so I'm with you there. Like Top Gun, all the '80s stuff. Eh. You've never seen Top Gun? No, nah, it's like a. It looked like a musical or something. There's uh, Kenny Loggins in a plane uh, with uh, Tom Cruise. Isn't you that- want to ride into the danger zone? You know you do. do Kenny you know? Loggins do you? with two of the greatest songs for film, That's right? That's true. Danger Zone and then I'm All Right from Caddyshack, which is still, it, it's, that should be as popular as Never yeah. Going to Give You Up by Rick Astley. That's true. And on a side note, a lot of people don't know those two songs written by John Lennon. <laughs> I thought no. it was dirty, man. Uh, I thought it was absolutely positively dirty. But if you are alive, and it which, is... Which, which, uh, it turns out I am. And, and, you know, contrary to the rumors, Paul is not dead. Uh, Paul is alive. He is the walrus. Uh, so if you're, the, if you're alive and you were a part of the biggest band in the history of music, and people are asking you all the time, who broke up the Beatles? Who broke up the Beatles? And you know John broke up the Beatles. How could you answer, yeah, I, I'd love to tell you, but uh, I'm going to keep that in the hip pocket. If they knew how to do anything in today's social media world, Paul would have said it was Ringo. <laughs> and just let Ringo respond and let a fight ensue, and then they get to have a reunion, and they do Central Park, and, and the next oh. you know, people are so happy. So you're basically going to turn Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr into William Shatner and George Takei. That's what you're going to do. Ooh, I'm doing. angrier with George Takei than I am with Paul McCartney. We'll get into that. You know, William Shatner went to space. Uh, we'll get into that story coming up. It's just, it's just wrong. Okay, I, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I will say this about the trailer. The trailer looks outstanding. I for mean, the docu series. Yes, for for this docu series. I mean, supposedly this footage has been. Uh, under lock and key for 50 years and nobody had seen it and they brought it out and you're seeing kind of the inner workings of the band how they were coming up with songs and uh, I gotta tell you you know it's been over the decades people like to make Ringo into kind of a punchline but at least in the trailer it looked like he was much more of an equal in the band and they treated him more as such than the the outside narrative of Ringo Starr the respect drummers have for Ringo is out of control 
the musicianship of Ringo is incredible. Uh, and and uh, you, you take a look at some of those uh, intros of his, of some really iconic beats. The people who know, know. And, it, and, I, and I only hope it does show that. Peter Jackson looked through 60 hours of film footage that they had and listened to 150 hours of unheard audio. I do two radio shows in addition to this one, right? So I do three radio shows a week. I do 32 hours a week. I don't want to listen to myself for 32 hours <laughs> a week. 150 hours of audio, and you're listening back to it. Does but, that work? Does that, oh. But it's, it's the Beatles. I could sit back and listen to 150 hours of the Beatles, and I'm not a huge Beatle fan. But I mean, it's the it's the Beatles, and and knowing that it is footage that nobody's seen, I, I, I mean, the, it's fascinating. He is the first person ever to outside of the Beatles to gain access to those recordings in fifty years. So yeah, this thing is going to be a monster. Is this on Hulu? Where, where is this going to be? Disney Plus. Really? Yes. All right. That that I, might I actually be I a reason. I can't tell you how many people I've seen on social media say, "Well, I guess I could keep my Disney Plus account." For one more month, because there are still some things I need to see on Disney Plus. I need to see Loki. I need to see WandaVision. I haven't. I haven't checked those out. And Porky's three. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think that. No, it's on Disney Plus. But what a great thing to go search through <laughs> and find out if Porky's three <laughs> is is the is trilo- right there the Porky's next trilogy. to Cinderella. The Porky's trilogy. The number. Th- well, no, Porky's three stinks. But Porky, <laughs> Porky's two is underrated. Yeah, I haven't seen the Big Lebowski, but you've seen all three Porkies. <laughs> I have nice strange hobbies. You have, yeah, you have focus. We were talking about Christmas gifts and making sure you get your Christmas gifts now. Nothing says Christmas like a my pillow. Nothing says Christmas like the Giza Dream bed sheets, which are buy one get one right now using promo code Tony T O N Y. Go to mypillow.com. Use promo code Tony in these sheets that I sleep on are fantastic. You order them now, you'll get them for Christmas. It's the world's best cotton. It's a region in the Sahara, in the, between the Sahara, I should say, and the Mediterranean Sea and the Nile. Makes this incredible cotton. It's made right here in the U.S. Available in a variety of colors and sizes. Machine washable. A 60-day money-back guarantee. A one-year limited warranty. Buy one, get one free on all Giza Dream sheets. This is the time. You can get two gifts for the price of one. Go to MyPillow.com. Check out the Radio Listener Square and use promo code TONY, T-O-N-Y. You can get discounts on uh, the MyPillow mattress topper, the MyPillow towel sets. I also have those. So much more. Don't miss the sale of the year. MyPillow.com, promo code TONY. It's buy one, get one free on any Giza Dream bed sheets. That's MyPillow.com. You'll sleep better. You absolutely will. We are smoking right here. The Ferriotego, the Generoso. It's a fine cigar. See, drink smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. No matter what they tell you in the marketing, it doesn't have to be single barrel or barrel proof or barrel strength. In order to be good bourbon, there are plenty of blends that are fantastic and things that you should be drinking. The question is, is Stellum one of them, but with the pedigree? I can't wait to find out. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. 
and our barkeep here at Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis, Indiana, blendbarcigar.com, where we record, said, have you tried Stellum? And I said, I have not tried Stellum. He goes, it's interesting. It's a blend from Indiana, Tennessee, and Kentucky. And I said, ooh, hometown. Some of the pedigree. I absolutely love it. And then I learned that it's connection, it's history. These are the people who do barrel bourbon. They come from that line. And as I was talking about earlier, I love barrel bourbon. This is Stellum, S-T-E-L-L-U-M. The coolest thing about them, Fingers Malloy, 57.49% alcohol by volume, which means in the weirdest number ever, it's 114.98 proof. Always gets a round of applause for Fingers Malloy when it's over 100 proof. Now, this is a bourbon. It doesn't matter that it's a blend. It's 51% corn. That's what you need when you've got those grains, the bourbon, that rye, that, that barley. It has to be 51% corn. That juice is put into a first-use charred oak barrel, and that's how it's done. In certain proof, out at the certain proof, 114.98. This should have a little bit of strength to it, and I'm telling you, I do love what barrel bourbon has to offer, but this nose, this nose is everywhere. First of all, it's a, a, a touch of amber, but more of a golden color. That's the way I'm looking at it right now. A little bit of vanilla, a little bit. There's definitely some good oak going on in that nose. There's a bit of spice happening in that nose. There's a lot of traditional Hey, this is bourbon going on here. There, it doesn't coat the glass at all. No, the viscosity is is nil, right? So you take a look at it. We have it in a Glen Cairn glass, which is that kind of oddly shaped glass. A good way to kind of get a feel of, of your drink and take a look at it, kind of move it around. But as you swirl it around the glass, it does not stick. It does not have a viscosity to it. Yeah. No, you're right. To me on the nose, it's a vanilla spice who was the most unpopular of the Spice Girls. Right, Vanilla, vanilla spice was was the cousin of vanilla ice <laughs> right there. But that nose is lovely. Vanilla, a bit of caramel. Big on, on for me, big on 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 the oak. This is this is what you think of when you think of bourbon. These are the traditional flavors that you you get out of uh, out of a bourbon. Okay, so to, to summarize, so far we have done ghost pepper chicken nuggets. That's right. Which which ripped you apart inside. Correct. And now we're going to a, a, a bourbon that is uh, basically 115 proof. Yeah, that is correct. I do it for good, you, America. Good evening for you. For Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation. <laughs> now, we do this neat. That's how we start it. This is Stellum Bourbon, S-T-E-L-L-U-M. Stellum.com is where you find it. Fingers Malloy, you ready to, 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 you ready to try this? Tony, I've been ready to try this all day. There he goes. Fingers Malloy, we start it neat. Then decide whether to bring it to a little cool water, some ice chips, or a big rock. He has taken the sip, has fingers Malloy right there. He is doing what is known as the Kentucky Chew, moving it around the palate, getting a feel for it. Fingers Malloy, what do you got? That's nice. Ooh, that is nice. A little sting on the tongue, no burn going down. Uh, that that vanilla is there, touch of caramel, oak, and there's a spice to it. It, it's it, I I really like it, and again I I hate to 
harp on the whole seasonal thing. This this feels like a fall bourbon to me. Well, I'm going to give this a go right here. Now, as opposed to what they do with barrel bourbon, this is not batched. This is going to be available and consistent. They also do a, a, a single barrel and uh, a uh, they uh, that's a cast strength, and they do a rye, both a blended rye and a single barrel rye as well over at Stellum. Here we go. Here we go. Malloy, Stellum Bourbon, 114.98 oh. proof. To your health, everybody. He's going in. There he is. He's doing the Chattanooga Chomp. Oh, the cinnamon on that. Holy cow. That is giant cinnamon. Massive. A little bit of baking spice. Um, The vanilla is there. Ooh. That is way sweeter than I thought it would be. Not not syrupy sweet, just in general. That is a sweet, sweet bourbon. A little oak there on the finish. Not only not a burn going down, there's no heat in the chest. None for 115 proof. Doesn't feel it. No, this is wonderful. And you know how sometimes, uh, you know, when we're having these bourbons, you know, we talked about it, how in the glass, uh, there there's no coating. If it's sweet, sometimes the sweet along with that coating it's kind of distracting a little bit. Uh, this right here, it is. Uh, it doesn't coat the tongue. Uh, it's just. It's just very smooth. It's not something that you would. There's no real. Uh, look, I'm. I'm. I'm not going to underplay. Yeah, it's 115 proof. Uh, but it, it doesn't pack a, a wallop. It doesn't. It's, there's no harshness to it. And, and there. And, and the sweet. Uh, uh, the sweetness on the palate. Is very nice and not overwhelming. What's interesting is that as you, as you kind of let it sit on that palate, uh, and I would say even on the uh, more on the, uh, palate or finish, I don't know which way I would describe it. There is a touch of marshmallow that goes on. There's this, it's syrupy, which is weird because there's really no viscosity to it in the glass, just <laughs> absolutely none. That's wild. I'm not getting that. But it's syrupy on the tongue. Stellum bourbon. That's cool. Much more. If if you are a traditional bourbon drinker, it's a nice little offshoot, I, I think, because the nose gives some oak. There is some oak present in the palate and the, and the finish, but that cinnamon and that that it's a syrupy cinnamon. That's fun. That's nice. I'm not sure if it's a bourbon though for the entire table. I wouldn't be afraid to try it for the entire table. I would not be afraid. The question, fingers Malloy, is selling bourbon in your liquor cabinet. At $55 a bottle. Yes. yes. Really? Yeah. It's that good. I'm really happy with this. This is something that I would run out and buy and not think twice about it. Uh, Stellum is going to be purchased for me at, at the lounge. I don't know if this is in my liquor cabinet. Um, based on, on, on certain things I like in the profile, I can appreciate this. I don't know if I can appreciate this as a daily drinker. This is a time-to-time drinker, which is why I think it's, for me, better for the lounge. But is it good? Oh, it's good. I do want to bring it to a cube. So that's I, interesting. You don't? No. I may I a uh, couple of cold drops of water, and that's about it. I don't know if I want to put it on the cube. But, but you, want it, you want this around the fire pit, don't you? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That, that's great around the fire pit. Or, you know, if you're fortunate enough to watch your crappy football team on a Sunday outside on the deck. How are the Lions doing, by the way? Uh, the well, they're 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 perfect. Right into the last minute, right? Uh, yeah, they're they're zero and five. They're zero and five. Yeah, they're zero and five. Oh, 
Well, I called that, didn't I? Stellum Bourbon. Yeah, real real reach there, Tony. S-T-E-L-L-U. Oh, I know, I know. I went, I went big on, on the Lions' failure. Stellum Bourbon, this is nice, guys. This is nice. This is at your local lounge. You got to check it out for yourself. Nice work, guys. It's the guys from Barrel. How could they do it wrong? Stellum Bourbon, Stellum.com. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. We love a good list. Anytime there's a list, we want to find it. We want to bring it to you. And this is finally a list that makes sense. Fingers Malloy, we're going to run down the top 25 most popular snack foods in the world. In the world? In the world. Eat, drink, smoke, everybody. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com is where you find the podcast, where you find everything. And people are downloading the podcast like mad. We appreciate it. Apple, Google Play, uh, it is is with the, over there the, with the Audible people there at Amazon, oh, Good Pods, Spotify, Stitcher. It's everywhere and growing great. So make sure you're downloading the podcast. Do it immediately and find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. I know, Fingers Malloy, that you are an expert in snack foods. I've been known to have a snack or two. You eat many of your meals from a vending machine. I've been known to eat many a meal from a vending machine. These are the top 25 snack foods in the world. The world. Now, one that is not in your vending machine, Giardelli 60% Intense Dark Chocolate is number 25. I love dark chocolate. Dark chocolate over milk chocolate any day. I'm just worried it'll go straight to my thighs. Uh, It will. It will. And then your ass. Uh, Kit Kat is next on the list at 24. So this list is garbage. Talk about you go from fine chocolate to a Kit Kat, and Kit Kat beat out the fine chocolate. Have you ever turned down a Kit Kat in your life? It's not one of my favorites. What? Eh, it's okay. You haven't seen Big Lebowski and you don't like Kit Kat? I, I, listen, I won't turn it down. You hand me a Kit Kat, I'll eat it. I mean, look at me for crying out loud. I'm, I'm, I'm a poorly You look fellow. great. You're on the Atkins? You look terrific. Yeah, there are no Atkins-friendly Kit Kat bars. Well, there should be. Then we move into some of the classics. Cheez-Its and Cheetos. What's weird is number 21 is Kellogg's. It's cereal. Yeah. As snack food? Sure. It's been so long since I've had cereal. Oh. It's been See, so long since I've had cereal. You are so the anti-me. Mm. It's, it's unreal in, in a number of ways. But this especially. The, 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 uh, first of all, it's, it's cool. You know, the, 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 this particular cereal is the Special K Red Berries, so the flakes are kind of sugar-coated, and then you get the the, the dried strawberries uh, to pour it in a bowl. I love red berry. Lo- the, the greatest cereal of all time, of course, is Honey Nut Cheerios. That's the perfect cereal. Oh, good Lord. I could eat I could eat it right now. I will regret it for, for days, but oh, will I be so happy in the moment. But do you, uh, before you, you went off the stuff, uh, did you ever before, used to? Before I got off the smack of, yeah. of, of breads and carbs and stuff? Yeah. Uh, did you ever eat dry cereal? Like pour a bowl and just like snack on, okay, your Honey Nut Cheerios. Would you would you eat it dry just out of a bowl? No, because I, I I'm not a toddler. Ugh. I'm I'm. You do did, not did know I, did how I make to, a necklace out of them as well. You don't know how to live. I I know how to live. <laughs> I know how to live. That I know that number twenty is tomato soup, oh, and I'm like, it. no, that's not a snack. Is this that's a meal? Is this top twenty five comfort foods? Well, maybe because nineteen is Nestle Toll House. So they're talking about the chocolate chips, but we're talking about the cookies. Okay, so do you eat a raw cookie dough? Oh, yes. Yeah, I am an American. 
I, I have no problem with such things whatsoever. Uh, then, I mean, it's weird. Like, Quaker Oats is number 17, but yet Tostitos is 16 and Snickers is 15. Then we get into it. Pringles with number 12. Betty Crocker Super Moist is number 10. And I'm going to get emails for saying the word moist on air. What is it about the word moist? Don't know. Have never understood it. Don't know why it bothers people, but it does. The amount of moist hate you are going to get for bringing up the word moist. I feel for you. Where can everyone get in touch with you on social media? Oh, that would be at Tony Katz on Twitter. Uh, and, of course, Eat, Drink, Smoke on Facebook. Number nine is Jif. It's a jar of peanut butter. Now, I do eat peanut butter out of the jar. I do that. I like to get a pretzel rod. Oh, yeah. And dip it in the peanut butter. If you want a good mix, peanut butter in a bowl, whipped cream. Really? Yeah, you create your own kind of like peanut butter fluff thing going on. It is it is an official snack of the cat's household. Peanut butter fluff was my rapper name in Oh, is in that college. right? Yes. Well, I could bust some rhymes. No, you couldn't. Planters peanuts are number are number 8 and Doritos are number 7. Doritos are, all, are an almost perfect snack food. Okay, I agree with you and I'm going to go out on a limb here. I like Cool Ranch better than regular Doritos. Oh yeah, that's not a limb. You don't think so? That's not a limb. No, even a, it's not even a tree. We're not going to get a bunch it's very of, far away from it. You're in a field. Not going to get I, a bunch of Dorito hate? I don't know. You might. Number five on the list is Pillsbury Big Deluxe White Chunk Macadamia Nut. What? No. How is that top 20? That, that, that's top five? I think they're just going for cookies. Okay. Going back to the earlier conversation. When you're eating cookie dough, it just has to be chocolate chip cookie dough, right? I mean, well, like yeah, what sugar, about a savage, a sugar cookie dough. You're not eating that. Oh, I would. It's cookie dough. <laughs> Listen, I have rules about how I live, but I'm not insane. Cookie dough. Oreos are number four. Reese's peanut butter cups are number three. Reese's? If, dude, don't. I'm willing. I'm willing to riot right here and right now. I'm. I'm more than happy to do it. I'm telling you, I had never heard anyone call Reese's Peanut Butter Cups Reese's until I moved to Indiana. Right. And people in Indiana call it Reese's. And I've never heard that before. Our former co-host April D. Gregory always used to refer to them as Reese's and 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 there was there was a lot of yelling. <laughs> a tremendous amount of yelling. Number two on the list is Hershey's Milk Chocolate. No. The classic chocolate bar. And number one, Fingers Malloy, M&M. No. Uh, M&M's. Plain M&M's? Yeah, by the handful. Peanut, peanut M&M's. You know what M&M's go great with? What's Regret. Because <laughs> you will always overeat M&M's. Where are the milk duds? What is wrong with you? Milk duds are terrible. Fingers Malloy, we're not going to have this fight. We're not going to pretend that you know anything. You haven't seen Big Lebowski. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't Milk duds? I never considered... Goobers over milk duds. I've never considered walking off of a radio show before. How dare you? Did I ever tell you I once got thrown off a radio show on the air? We got two minutes. <laughs> so this is... A, I, was, I was part of an event. We did a live event here in Indianapolis. And the question that was asked by the audience was, what was your most embarrassing moment on air? And I didn't get to answer the question. Some other people did. So this happened in the start of my radio career. I was on a know-nothing station in California. And there were some technical issues. And I said, guys, we'll take care of it after the show. But the engineers there kept messing with the show while I was on air. 
messing with the show while I was on air. And it might be the only time on air where I ever snapped. What the hell are you guys doing? Why are you screwing my show? Tell me I have to show up there tomorrow. Because I'll show up tomorrow and someone will explain to me why you're messing with the show. I mean, I was livid. Went to commercial and never came back. (laughs) I got dropped from a station mid-show. Next thing you know, there was a Billy Mays infomercial on. I don't know. I don't know what they played. I I, I think they played polka (laughs) for the next hour and 10 minutes. I'm not sure. That absolutely happened. Wow. Right? It, 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 it wasn't always, you know, 70 stations with eat, drink, smoke and around the country with my other stuff. No, 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 no. It, it, it was a hard road. It was a hard road. Uh, don't yell at the engineers during the show. Wait till you're done. <laughs> but every now and then you, you, you might have to ask an engineer just what in the world is happening. They mess with the show during the show. Can't do it. M&Ms are just fine. Don't be ridiculous. This right here is eat, drink, smoke. Follow Eat Drink Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat Drink Smoke, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eat Drink Smoke, and Instagram, at Eat Drink Smoke Podcast. If you think I'm mad with Paul McCartney, it is nothing compared to how I feel about George Takei. Oh, That's no. Right. <laughs> That's good, Fingers. That's good. Eat Drink Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. As you know, William Shatner, at the age of 90, has gone to space. This is the Jeff Bezos Project, Blue Origin. They do the low Earth orbit. They're right there on the cusp. He's 90. He is officially the oldest human being ever to, I think the oldest human being, ever to go to space. He He's part of this. He's up there for 15 minutes. He came back like his his whole world was different. To hear him after they landed and getting out of the, the, the capsule and what that experience was like and, and like tears and just oh my gosh he couldn't believe they his point was every human being has to go to space me I'm never going my wife desperately desperately wants to go I'd like to go to Cleveland well we all have dreams so it's very cool and it's very fantastic and I had joked that George Takei has got to be pretty upset that he hasn't had the chance to go to space. Well, the headline over at page six, George Takei, Sulu from Star Trek. George Takei calls William Shatner an unfit guinea pig after space flight. That is just... Here's when he got asked about it. He's boldly going where other people have gone before. He's a guinea pig, 90 years old, and it's important to find out what happens. So 90 year, years old is going to show a great deal more of, on the wear and tear on the human body. So he'll be a good specimen to study, although he's not the fittest specimen of 90 year old. So he'll be a specimen that's unfit. Nice guy. What a what a scumbag. Now, he's calling Shatner very self-centered. Let me be clear. I don't think there's any question that William Shatner is, is self-centered. Right. One of the great William Shatner stories is, you know, he won't take a picture with you. No. He's actually in our beloved Indianapolis. There's a Comic-Con going on, Indiana Comic-Con, and he's there. It's $100 for an autograph, and it's $100 for a photo. $200 for, for, for the package. 
But if William Shatner's in an airport and you say, excuse me, Mr. Shatner, a uh, uh, huge, huge fan, TJ Hooker, that's, 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 that's my show. Uh, can I get a picture? He'll say no. And the reason he says no is if I take a picture with you, I'm taking a picture with everybody. That's all I'm doing. I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I say no. I don't want to take the picture. I respect the daylights out of that. It's like Steve Harvey said of his show, he sent out a memo to his staff. Hey, listen, I'm not here to have a conversation with you in the halls. I'm not here to meet your friend. I'm not here to tell a, a joke while we're getting the show together. This is work. I need my downtime, too. I can't just be entertaining everybody every step of the way. You, you got to leave me be when, when we're preparing so I can do my work. And people are like, oh, that's so rude. It's not rude. He's absolutely positively right. Not, not, not this show, but when I do my other shows, I've, I've got a producer. I'm silent during the breaks. Every now and then a little back and forth on something. Hey, what'd you think of this? Hey, how should we do that? Some things like that. But I'm absolutely preparing for the next thing, and I'm clearing my head and getting ready. I absolutely get it. As a matter of fact, Fingers Malloy, I'm tired of you looking me in the eye when we do the show. If you could please avert your eyes. He's just staring right now. If you could please just avert your eyes, it'd be better. I, I deserve a little me time when engaging that, in radio. Is that better? Yeah, I'm rolling my eyes like that. You see, is that? that oh, that's much better. That's the way. That's it a go. good bit for radio, isn't it? How jealous does George Takei sound right there? It's, it's just, it's so ridiculous. Why can't George be a glass half full kind of guy? You're freaking Sulu, okay? You're Sulu. That's pretty big. Most actors would kill to be Sulu. You're Sulu. No, you're not Captain Kirk. I know that's a hard pill for you to swallow, but you're still Sulu. Why do you have to be so angry? Why do you be so jealous? But part of it, too, this goes back to the original Star Trek days where they say that he was, Shatner was, you know, stealing scenes from other actors, uh, trying to get more dialogue for himself at the the expense of other actors. And then there's there's a story uh, that apparently there was, uh, I can't remember which of the films, where... Uh, Sulu was going to get a big promotion. He was going to be captain of the Excelsior. And it was going to be a big deal, and Shatner got his way, and they cut out some of that, and he didn't get his... And, and I saw an interview with Shatner. He's like, he want, rather than being on stage with us and being in the movie, he wants to be on another ship as a captain and not be in the movie as much. It doesn't make any sense to me. But that rubbed George Takei... One of the many things that rubbed George Takei the wrong way to now he's got to... He won't even let Bill Shatner have his moment. Shatner responded by saying that, quote, there's a psychosis there. There must be something else inside George that is festering, and it makes him unhappy that, it, that he takes it out on me. Why would he go out of his way to denigrate me? It's sad. I feel nothing but pity for him. Yeah. Well, that's, that's certainly nicer than I would have done it. <laughs> way nicer than I would have done it. I just think it's it's so incredibly cheap. The line is, good for him, when do I go? Yeah. More Asians in space. That's all he'd have to say. And Jeff Bezos would be on the phone. George. Here, we'll do the phone call. You're George Takei. I'm Jeff Bezos. Fingers more. You're George Takei. I'm Jeff Bezos. George. Hello. Listen, it's 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 Jeff Bezos. How you doing? Oh my. Uh yeah, so uh I, I, we, we put uh, Will Shatner in space. Did, did, did you see that? Didn't hear anything about it. 
Well, well, that's that's too bad. I thought we got more press than that. Uh, so, by the way, I'm holding my hand to my head like I'm on a phone, literally. I'm miming it out. So, listen, George, uh, how how would you like to go to space? Well, uh, my schedule's pretty full with well, all of my you... projects, but okay. I mean, if it's too full, listen, listen. Oh no, we, I'll do it. <laughs> we we can go to checkoff. Is he still alive? <laughs> Oh, is Chekhov still alive? I don't think so. Oh. Uh, all right, so so why don't you check your schedule, <laughs> and if you're not too busy with all the projects you have... Half hour? We did 45 minutes, I'll be there. With bells on. Could you, could you bring snacks? Can you bring snacks for the crew? Kit Kat? Yeah, we, we have 3,000 crew members. If, if you would, George, that'd be great. 3,000 Kit Kats. And not just like a little sliver, we're talking about a whole bar. We're talking about full size, like from the rich kids' neighborhoods. I got nothing. Okay. Why all the hate about this, by the way? About what? About uh, Blue Origin. You're seeing it everywhere on social media. People are angry about Blue Origin. They, they First of all, they employ 3,500 people. It's a big deal. This is good. Oh, they hate him because he's a billionaire yeah. and he's playing around. This is what you're supposed to do. You innovate. You create. He creates thousands of jobs. Lord knows the technology that's getting created. That's what he's supposed to do. This is a good move, a smart move. This is helpful. A private space flight is changing the way we do things. Yeah. And, you know, they bag on him because they, they complain about Amazon and how much they pay their employees. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that if you're working for Blue Origin, you're making a, a, a living wage, Tony. 3,500 people, good paying jobs to do something that, that let's face it, NASA has abandoned in a lot of, in a lot of aspects. You know, it's, it, they, they just don't do this. And, and I, look, as somebody who believes in, in small government, I love NASA. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's, it's a, it's a the, the dichotomy lives within me, right? It, it, it's, it's, it's absolutely true. But I, I'm happy with what Musk is doing and what Bezos is doing. Let Branson do it. Let more people get in on it. I think there's, there's great value in it. I think there's great value in this uh, Ferry Otego cigar. From Michael Herklotz. Um, $21 a stick. There's a box in my humidor. This works for me. This could be a daily for me. This this is almost all weather for me. Really, really hitting the spot very, very well. And I'm just working my way into the final third right now. Ferriotego, F-E-R-I-O-T-E-G-O.com. And this bourbon, this makes fingers happy. This is the Stellum, S-T-E-L-L-U-M. It's absolutely worth a shot. Oh, absolutely, 150% worth a shot. Unquestionable fingers, Malloy. $55 a bottle. It might be in your liquor cabinet yes, sir. as well. Don't forget to go to EatDrinkSmokeShow.com for everything, and those humidor discounts are there as well. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Eat, drink, smoke. Did you know Audible isn't just for audiobooks? They have podcasts, too. And you guessed it, Eat, Drink, Smoke is now on Audible. Listen to us there. Eat, Drink, Smoke.